Trapcast Express. Tratcast Express. It's Wednesday, October 18th, 2017. Tomorrow is the Hindu feast of Diwali, their festival of lights. False pagan lights, of course, but that doesn't keep the Vatican from rejoicing with these poor souls unhappily caught up in the darkness of idolatry, to borrow a phrase from Pope Pius XI. As they do every year, this year too, the Vatican has released a message to Hindus for Diwali, and instead of using the opportunity to call all Hindus to conversion to Jesus Christ, who alone is the true light of the world, who alone can dispel the darkness of paganism, the president of the so-called Pontifical Council for Interreligious Dialogue, Cardinal Jean-Louis Toran, congratulated them for their wonderful celebration, saying, quote, on behalf of the Pontifical Council for Interreligious Dialogue, we offer cordial greetings to all of you as you celebrate Diwali on October 19, 2017. May this festival of lights illumine your minds and lives, bring joy to your hearts and homes, and strengthen your families and communities." Unquote. This is apostasy. There is no light in Diwali that could possibly illumine the mind or bring joy to anyone's life. What Tauron is basically doing, and what the Novus Ordo sect has done since Vatican II, is confirm the pagans in their idolatry. That's what this is. And that is a complete negation of the gospel. It is the anti-gospel. It is, in fact, true hatred for those pagans, because by confirming them in their idolatry, Toron is basically telling them, go to hell. Toron then talks about tolerance, saying, quote, Tolerance certainly means being open and patient with others, recognizing their presence in our midst. If we are to work for a lasting peace and true harmony, however, tolerance is not enough. What is also needed is genuine respect and appreciation for the diversity of cultures and customs within our communities, which in turn contribute to the health and unity of society as a whole. To see pluralism and diversity as a threat to unity leads tragically to intolerance and violence." Unquote. False, false, false. If we want to work for lasting peace and true harmony, which we all ought to do, then we must convert the nations to Christ, because only Christ can give true peace. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth do I give unto you. Our Lord said in St. John's Gospel, chapter 14, verse 27, you see, these modernists always act as though the Catholic Church had never known how to foster peace and harmony among people until Vatican II came around and preached its Masonic doctrine of fraternal humanism and interreligious dialogue. Nonsense. Pope Pius XI, for example, taught very clearly in 1925, quote, when once men recognize, both in private and in public life, that Christ is King, society will at last receive the great blessings of real liberty, well-ordered discipline, peace, and harmony, unquote. And that's from the encyclical Quas Primus. Now, in 1922, three years prior, the same Pius XI had taught 
this in his encyclical Ubi Arcano, quote, true peace, the peace of Christ, is impossible unless we are willing and ready to accept the fundamental principles of Christianity, unless we are willing to observe the teachings and obey the law of Christ, both in public and private life. If this were done, then society being placed at last on a sound foundation, the church would be able, in the exercise of its divinely given ministry and by means of the teaching authority which results therefrom, to protect all the rights of God over men and nations, unquote. Well, obviously, no one in the Vatican II sect believes that anymore. In his missive to Hindus, Toran continues as follows, quote, Respect for others is an important antidote to intolerance, since it entails authentic appreciation for the human person and his or her inherent dignity. In the light of our responsibility to society, fostering such respect demands showing esteem for different social, cultural, and religious customs and practices." Unquote. Ah. See how clever he is. He starts with respect, because who wants to be disrespectful, right? He starts with respect, ties it to human dignity, and then declares that such respect is only authentic if it includes not just a toleration or even acceptance of the person's false religion, but a positive esteem for it. And that is diabolical. See, I can respect another person without respecting his false religion. That's what the church has done for 2,000 years. She respected people in false religions, but never the false religions themselves. And consider what Pope St. Pius X taught in 1910 in his apostolic letter, Notre Charge Apostolique, Our Apostolic Mandate. It is a direct rebuke of the apostate nonsense spouted by Cardinal Toron and the Vatican II Church. Quote, the same applies to the notion of fraternity which they found on the love of common interest or beyond all philosophies and religions on the mere notion of humanity, thus embracing with an equal love and tolerance all human beings and their miseries, whether these are intellectual, moral, or physical and temporal. But Catholic doctrine tells us that the primary duty of charity does not lie in the toleration of false ideas, however sincere they may be, nor in the theoretical or practical indifference towards the errors and vices in which we see our brethren plunged, but in the zeal for their intellectual and moral improvement as well as for their material well-being." In the same apostolic letter, Pope Pius X also made clear, quote, Whilst Jesus was kind to sinners and to those who went astray, he did not respect their false ideas, however sincere they might have appeared. He loved them all, but he instructed them in order to convert them and save them, unquote. And lastly, consider also the teaching of Pope Leo XIII in his encyclical Custodi di Quella Fede, from uh, 1892, quote, Every familiarity should be avoided, not only with those impious libertines who openly promote the character of the sect, he's talking about the uh, Freemasonic sect, but also with those who hide under the mask of universal tolerance, respect for all religions, and the craving to reconcile the maxims of the gospel with those of the revolution. These men seek to reconcile Christ and Belial, the Church of God and the State without God. Unquote. And that's from paragraph number 15 
from uh, Pope Leo XIII's encyclical Custodi di Quella Fede. And here you can see just how opposed to the traditional true Roman Catholic teaching the post-conciliar Novus Ordo drivel really is. Now, Cardinal Toron isn't finished yet, of course. He gives his full support to the Vatican II era of religious liberty when he says this, quote, It likewise demands the recognition of inalienable rights, such as the right to life and the right to profess and practice the religion of one's choice, unquote. Ah, the right to profess the religion of one's choice. That's precisely what was condemned by Pope Pius IX in the encyclical Quanta Cora, quote, They do not fear to foster that erroneous opinion most fatal in its effects on the Catholic Church and the salvation of souls called by our predecessor, Gregory XVI, an insanity, namely, that liberty of conscience and worship is each man's personal right which ought to be legally proclaimed and asserted in every rightly constituted society and that a right resides in the citizens to an absolute liberty, which should be restrained by no authority, whether ecclesiastical or civil, whereby they may be able openly and publicly to manifest and declare any of their ideas whatever, either by word of mouth, by the press, or in any other way. But while they rashly affirm this, they do not think and consider that they are preaching liberty of perdition." Unquote. Well then, ladies and gentlemen, happy Diwali. Tradcast Express is a production of Novos Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org. And if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novosordowatch.org slash donate.